to another episode of Real Education. The, the musical. musical. The musical. <laughs> I didn't do it this time. I what? I no one did it the last two times, so <laughs> screw you guys. Screw you guys. I'm going home. <laughs> so uh, we are here again to watch yet another musical like we do because it's right there in the fucking title. I am one of your hosts, Wendy, joined as always by... Mike. And I'm Vinny. And tonight we are going to watch... Tangled. Tangled. Yes. For a second, it looked like you'd forgotten, but um, I should know better. No, I know, I don't forget. <laughs> so, I've seen this. I have seen it as well. I have not seen it, which is actually surprising, because usually with the animated movies, like, this is our first fully animated one, right? Yeah, we yeah. did Enchanted, which was partial animation. And then um, Xanadu had some animation. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The um, best animation. The best. I mean, yeah. let's remember, first they turn into... Fish and then birds? Is it I think fish that's and right. birds? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. they fly, yeah. the fish fly out of the water as that's, they're becoming birds. Yeah. It's still one of my favorite moments. I always love watching newbies watch that moment where they're like, wait, why are they <laughs> turning into fish? I don't, why is that romantic? Anyway, but back to the point. So this is Tangled. This is not Xanadu again. Yeah. <laughs> Everything Xanadu future, I guys. Um, this is Tangled, which is a Disney, um, a Disney, technically a Disney Pixar, right? This was after Pixar took. Is it? I don't remember now. I'd have to look it up. I think I've got it in my notes, which are downstairs. So here, we're going to wing it. So after you, after you return, having watched the movie, we'll have that information. <laughs> we'll for have that information for you. So, um, what Everyone's going to be waiting with bated breath. What do you know about this? They can easily Google. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think they're just like, I'm just going to wait for it. Let her, let her do the work. Um, what do you know about it, Mike? Uh, it's Rapunzel. Yes. <laughs> That's the, there's a horse. <laughs> uh, I, this is all based off of the dolls that my niece has. Uh, I love that. Wonderful. That is where you have like, I was like there's, information. There's Rapunzel. There's the dude whose name I don't know, and he has a horse. And there, like the horse is a character. Um, that's it. I mean, yeah, you're not wrong. You're you're not wrong. Um, <laughs> I don't even know who does any of the voices or um, anything. Um, Couldn't tell you a song. I have a lot of thoughts about who does the voices. Interestingly, but we'll get to that after after the jump. Um, I just really, honest to God, just had a memory of like this movie came out when Teddy was still in preschool, and uh, not even like still like daycare most of the time and uh she loved it and she was in daycare with a friend's little boy and so they decided that they would play Rapunzel and so she kept calling him Eugene which is his name it's Flynn Rider but it's really Eugene you'll find out sorry if it's spoilers <laughs> shit um, but like that was ruined um I just Fuck, had that memory, that. and I'm like, I doubt that Teddy even remembers that she used to, they used to do that and run around and shoot. Yeah, anyway, so good story, Wendy. Not really. It's fine. <laughs> et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Ah, it's been a long couple of days. That's yeah. all I'm going to say. The, uh, the, first, the first time, and one of the only times I saw it was actually with my niece, my nieces as well. Um, I would not have sought this out on my own. This is uh, like 06-ish? Uh, no, it's after that. After that. It's after that. Because it, Teddy was born. 
<laughs> Teddy. There you uh, go. Well, that'll that would be a key indicator. <laughs> like there, Teddy existed in the world, and she did, she wasn't born till '08. So oh. that that's a good marker for she me. She just has a nebulous sort of age, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> she's I'm like a it's child. Child. <laughs> Some random age. She's sort of always there and yet never there. It's sort right. of interesting. No, I've, so I've always yeah, I've seen it so more. This is like early 2010, 2010s. I think so. I've seen it more in the last what six years because Jenny <laughs> likes to have it on a lot. Well, it's it's great. I'm not saying that's as a bad thing. I just. It's not one I would have on often on my own. It's not but the only one. It's not the only is one. It, is it one that she puts on while she's doing other things? Or is it like yeah. a child where you put it on when you want to distract her? Yes, to both. <laughs> it's just like, Jenny, I need you to chill for a bit. So. Jenny distracts put, herself. I was going to say, Jenny puts herself in those timeouts. It's not me doing it. <laughs> my timeout movie I've discovered is Ocean's Eleven. That's a good one. Yeah, like I, I just, mean, that is one of those movies that when it's on, you kind of just get like drawn in. But it's also a really good movie. Like it's just I know it so well, it can play in the background, and I can do other things, and then even a quick glance, I'll be like, oh, I know exactly what's going on, and then I'll pause for my favorite lines. I've never been to Belize, um, so yeah. Anyway, I'm really on a tangent tonight. So. <laughs> that's fine. I was gonna say I'm. That's. I always have like Furious Seven on whenever I'm doing stuff. At That's home, a good choice. It's like it's the same thing. I like know all the good lines. So I'm like, hold on, yeah, Daddy's got to go to work. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I I need to watch more Seven. It's yeah. a good one. Seven's a good one. Five is my favorite, but yeah. I need to watch more Seven and like because yeah, that moment is great. <laughs> So, um, all right. So, so anyway, yeah, we're, we're not watching any of We need to watch movies. Tangled, I think we're, is where we're, we're going. We're going to watch Tangled. Which is it basically is, the same as Furious 7. Raspberries! It is a proper musical. Because yeah. um, with Enchanted, we were like, there's really only three songs, remember? Right, right. There, are, there are a couple more songs in this. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think it's gorgeous. I just think the animation, the animation is lovely. And the way they animate her hair, I think it's going to kind of blow your mind because it's really just sort of like, wow. I love that we as a society spend untold hours of invention and technology and man hours of creativity and focus so that we can have animated features. Fuck yeah. Go go us. Make that digital hair look amazing. I right? Thought, yeah, I thought that's where you were going. It was like, we spend all this time so that her hair will look pretty. Well, yeah, but that's part of the animation. There's other yeah. things that also oh, happen, sure. but just like... That we're like, you know what needs to look good? This, this hair in this animated feature. Right. That is clearly worth a year's focused intent by a team of people. Sure! I mean, it's a better use of time than the, like, video game people that, like, have to do the boob jiggling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or the guy, do you guys know the story of, um, <laughs> of the island of Dr. Moreau with, a uh, oh, Crazy Pants actor. Well, Brando. Yes. Yeah. Do we know the story? Kilmer, Kilmer? Yeah. Brando. Brando decided that his character would be naked under his robes. That would be the most authentic choice. <laughs> but the robe was slightly... Diaphanous, not nearly opaque enough, so there was some poor dude whose job was <laughs> to digitally go in and erase. Stare at Brando's junk. Brando's junk, like that was his job. Like I am the junk eraser. Like that's a shitty job. Yeah, I mean, so I. You're that right. Like, that sounds like some like hazing for like, a new employee. That's like cool. You've been yeah, practicing this for years and it. years. You just finally uh, got a job as an animator. You get to take the penis out. <laughs> 
hopefully that's going to be the last time I use that <laughs> phrase on this podcast. <laughs> or ever, maybe. You get to take the penis out. You get to take the penis out. You get to take the penis out. I like that you used it in an episode about a Disney film. Yeah. That's so great. <laughs> of course I did. <laughs> All right, let's go watch this movie. Yes. I could get used to a view like this. Yep, I'm used to it. Guys, I want a castle. Ah, the kingdom. It is beautiful. Clapping, dancing, general merrymaking. Not a care in the world. At least for most folks. See that handsome fellow running for his life? That is me. They just can't get my nose right. And that tower? Well, in that tower, there lived a girl who was just waiting for her life to begin. We really hit it off. How you doing? Gentleman that I am, I decided to help her. I'm prepared to offer you a deal. She could not resist me. I didn't want to have to do this, but you leave me no choice. Here comes the smolder. You coming, Blondie? And before we knew it, we began to uncover some secrets. I have to know what they are. I mean, this is serious stuff that just might turn this kingdom upside down. Flynn? Rider! Run! Head down. Head down. Arms in. Arms in. Knees apart. Knees apart. Knees apart. Huh? you here? Fate, destiny. A horse. Garçon, your finest table, please. Ah! Who's that? They don't like me. Who's that? <gasps> Let's just assume for the moment that everyone in here doesn't like me. This is kind of an off day for me. This doesn't normally happen. Go live your dream. I will. Your dream stinks. I was talking to her. Mother knows best, guys. Ha. She certainly does. <laughs> so, Tangled. Tangled, yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Okay, reactions? Yeah, it was great. Uh, there, was, there was a horse in it. There was a horse <laughs> in it. And I, so obviously I wasn't surprised by that. I was surprised with the direction they went with the horse, which was very good, because I was thinking more along the lines of um, Frozen, like Jonathan Groff's character. I can't remember. I'm terrible Sven. with names. Okay, you mean... Uh, Kristoff is Jonathan Groff, and Sven is his moose, elk. Moose, reindeer, elk, Rain, something reindeer, like that. Whatever. Yeah, I was thinking it was going to be more along those reindeer. lines. Reindeer, it's a reindeer. Yeah, more yeah. along those lines. Yeah. And then here they went completely different where they're like really, you know, butting heads for a while. Well, they're yeah. still butting heads at the end. Though. I really Sucker like, punching each other. Yeah. yeah. No, I, well, I mean, it's, it's, it's sort of a weird buddy cop sort of vibe yeah. between him and Flynn, and I love Maximus. Oh, yeah, he's oh, great. great, yeah. 
Uh, especially for a non-speaking role, like a non-speaking character. Well, and I, I uh, like that they in. they didn't go too cutesy with the animals, like right. and like have them. Like, I mean, they kind of do with Pascal. Yeah, but let's let's it works remember really well. uh, Disney. Disney has had mice speak before, right? So I'm glad they didn't go that route. Right, is what I'm saying. I, I hate. I hate. Cinema. No, I thought for both of them being non-vocal being, and still being so expressive and like really. Owning every scene that they're in, like I it was great. It. I love Pascal. I there's do. Also, there's also a lot of characters that don't speak. They yeah. really are. Like the parents never never, never speak. Sp- they never say words. Like re- I don't know why, but I like was focused on that every time they were on screen. I was like, are they gonna say? They gonna say something? No. No. <laughs> nope. We're just gonna be loving presences, like right. like ghosts in a way. That don't speak. They were dead the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No. Wait. Although this is interesting because it is um, it's the first, the only an- Disney animated with a PG rating. Really? Huh. I should say the first princess film with a PG rating. What was it? Do you know what the PG rating was for? I'm assuming for her stabbing Flynn. <laughs> say, and the, her the very little patch of blood that they show in her after he had been well, stabbed. Well, her gruesome death. Yeah. Like, it's pretty gruesome. Sh- I mean, she disappears, though. She's like a force ghost. She's just kind of a bag of <laughs> dust. Like, yeah, the end. like by the time... Well, she's it, she was hundreds of years right, old before, right. before she was born. And then, like, I don't know if you paid attention, but like... Rapunzel was only gone three days, not even a yeah. couple of days. Yeah, yeah. But by the time uh, Mother Gothel finds her again, she's already like getting yeah, noticeably like withered. It's like, do you need daily contact? Like, is it sort of like some meth addiction of like you need it every day to keep yourself going at this point? And also, here's my big question: Is Rapunzel immortal? Would she yeah, have been a Her powers are not very well defined. Which I kind of it's like. Fine. Okay. It's like just, I kind of like okay I'm because how the fuck would they know? It's there's right. been nobody like this before. It's been, it was a flower until suddenly it's a person. It was like, her, and and it's not like Mother Gothel's been letting like the scientists in to do some testing there. So I kind of wonder like if if Rapunzel's hair had never been cut. Would she like? And what was Mother Gothel's long-term plan if she wasn't immortal? Like, just to carry around a mummy? <laughs> Maybe behead her and just like. But would I mean? Wouldn't that kill her hair too? I don't know, right? Yeah, it's like the, the hair was the power until it wasn't at the end, and. Yeah. Well, because her tears came out, <laughs> right? Well, yeah, I mean, I <laughs> I got the feeling that it was like, she is the flower. Yeah, Mother Gothel focused on the hair. Yeah. But, yeah, I think. So, can Rapunzel heal other people? Maybe. Or does she With not even try? Or does she not even try because she thought it was the hair? Right. Well, because even at the end, like, when she does... Spoilers if you haven't seen it for whatever reason. When what if she, she spits in somebody's face? Yeah, like when she saves him with you know the single tear like on his cheek and it, he absorbs it and is healed. But like she didn't really. I mean, unless she, she like, sang the song though, right? She sang and didn't see the you know the the tear have that effect on him, other than him coming back to life. Like didn't see that it was specifically that that it 
caused yeah. it. I don't know. So might just she might still think it's just her singing that does it. <laughs> My magic song. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's how they that's you know that's what she says. She's like. My my hair glows when I sing. Yeah. I, I was like, wait, hair. what? I just, my name's Eugene. Yeah, I have magic hair that glows when I sing. Wait, what? <laughs> I have magic hair that glows when I sing. Oh, wait. I love that she's like, I can use it like a flashlight. <laughs> right. Like, good thinking, girl. You got some you got some practical skills with your magic hair. Why would Mother Gothel teach her to read? Yeah. Well, like there is a certain amount of Rapunzel knows certain typical things right. that realistically, if you were raising a child that you never intended to leave, you wouldn't let them do those things. You just wouldn't tell them about. Like, Why can't I go outside? Well, honey, nobody goes outside except me. Right. Do you see any other people out there? It's like that. There are no other people. It's just you and me. That makes me think of, uh, what's that Yorgos Lanthimos movie? I don't know. Uh, oh, Dog Tooth. Dog Tooth, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, where he does, he basically does that. That's like, that's kind of like a Disney movie. And then he tells them that, like, the cats are the most deadly creatures in the world, and, like, one comes onto their property, and, like, it gets real fucked up from there. But, uh, <laughs> in, in, but that's basically the whole movie, is like. In no other way could you ever combine, like, even kind of. <laughs> Compare that to a Disney movie, right? I like I like your lateral thinking like, there. But like, like, do you like? I think we can all agree. Like, if you were gonna raise a child that you never intended to let out, you would just like tell them things that that no. I mean, to be fair, Gothel's plan really was more a desperate attempt at like, oh shit, I don't have the flower anymore. Like, I'm just taking this baby. Okay. Like, Am I revealing too much about my psychopathic nature again that I can, I'm fully thinking through, like, if I were going to keep a child captive right. forever? No, I mean, I'm totally you would, with you. I you just... would stunt them in terms of, like, what they were allowed to know or even think. Then why would you teach them to read? Although, I also feel for the whole opening song where it's just like, how do you fill your days in a small tower? Right. Day after day after day. <laughs> You brush your hair. That's got to take most of the day, right? Make cute little dresses for your chameleon. Okay, that's a really It was cute. adorable. <laughs> that's <I mean>. so <laughs> cute. Uh, yay. And the songs are great. Songs are great. There still weren't that many. Actually, I I remember there being yeah. more, and yeah. then I'm like, nope. <laughs> like, paying more attention to it tonight, I, I expected there to be more, and there, I mean, yeah. they were the good. The that are there are really yeah. good. Like, the mother that knows best is A+. Plus. A, like, it's a so plus great. Plus, yeah. No, it's a typical Disney, though. If you think about any Disney musical, musical animated, there's really only four songs. Let's see. Beauty and the Beast, you get Belle. You get... That song's fucked up, by the way. The Belle song? Like, she's, like, walking through the town, and everyone's just talking shit about her. (laughs) You're not wrong. Like, to her face. There's Belle, there's Gaston, there's Be Our Guest, there's... uh, Beauty and the Beast. And then, I feel like I'm forgetting. Kill the Beast. Kill the Beast. Five. And so, she's in a different way now. Oh. Something there. There's maybe something there that wasn't there before. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Six. What? (laughs) Get your shit together. And Human Again. Human Again, which was cut but then added back. So, seven. Holy cow. Although, Mulan. Mulan's got... The stupid song at the beginning. <laughs> I 
It's a stupid song. I mean, I, you're not wrong. I've never seen Mulan either. <gasps> oh, I actually, uh, there's a lot I like about Mulan, but there's a lot that's wrong with it. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, it's got the stupid song at the beginning. It's got the training song, which is the best. Yeah. It's got the it's girl with fighting four, and then it's got her contemplative ballad four. Yeah. So I guess Beauty and the Beast is just the anomaly there. I don't know. Well, wait, how many does Little Mermaid have? Guys, it's a, <laughs> we have to do a statistical analysis on the number of we'll songs. Have to, we'll have to get that put together. And well, I'm just wondering it. if it's a Mankin-Ashman thing. Yeah. Like when Mankin and Ashman were in their prime because they did they did Little Mermaid, Beauty, Little Mermaid, Aladdin, and Beauty and the Beast were their three. I'm just wondering if those ended up with more songs simply because, you know, Mankin and Ashman. Now, right. this is Alan Menken. Right. right. I saw that. But it's... Um, I mean, because he's the only one that composes for Disney, pretty much. Uh, pretty much, yeah, these days, I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you're watching a Disney movie, especially an animated Disney movie, there's a really good chance Alan Menken did the music. Well, and, I mean, if you've got him and he's willing to write your music, why would you say no? Yeah, I mean... Um, this is Glenn Slater, who I... Who's that guy? <laughs> He's the lyricist. If anyone in this room would know, I'm looking at you. Um, well, what I can tell you is he worked on Gallivant, which is the musical TV series um, set in sort of fantastical Princessville. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, is that, that's the name of Fantastic Princessville. <laughs> I mean, yes. I would, based on that name alone, I would live there. Um he also did this. You are a fantastical princess. He worked on Home right. on the Range and Sausage Party. <laughs> okay. And here's the one, okay, here's the one that blows my fucking mind. He wrote, like, I think he wrote the whole thing, the, the music, the lyrics, the score. He may have even actually written the whole thing. I need to double check that. But even if it was just the music, the lyrics, the score, Love Never Dies, which is the Phantom of the Opera sequel and which I I have a friend who loves the Phantom of the Opera and she went to see it because it's touring and she's like oh my god it's terrible and this is a woman who like reads fan fiction like <laughs> unironically and loves it and she's like oh my god this is terrible why would you this is what were you doing what were you thinking because apparently Christine had an affair with the Phantom in the sequel? Like, yeah, like, that's just, what? I, I would love to have more input, but I, this is the first I've ever heard of any of this. I oh, don't the, know there was a sequel. It's recent. It's just, like, recently this has happened, or that I've even heard what of it. Is, yeah. Why? Yeah, like, how is that why? a thing that like, happened? Exactly. Why would you, you know what we should do? No, you really shouldn't. Like, how, <laughs> stop. Yeah. yeah, hard pass. Hard pass. Very, very hard pass, but, uh, so Glenn Slater... But now I'm, like... Did that. ...morbidly curious, like, I don't want... I mean, I don't want to see it, but I kind of do. I mean, like, I do. <laughs> like, like, for scientific research, yeah. clearly. Um, yeah, but he did That's a decent crazy. job, at least, with these songs. I quite like the lyrics in these. Yeah. These are really good. Um, yeah, both... I mean, the, the two big ones that stick out are Mother Knows Best and I've Got a Dream... <laughs> yeah, is it that what's called? Ever yep. Yeah, I've got a dream. Uh, they're both great, the, and the lyrics are wonderful. They're, I've I got mean, a dream. I've got a dream. Yeah. Yes. Uh, okay. Mother Knows Best, I mean, Mother Knows Best is my favorite by a long shot. It's so good. It's such a good way to start, like, it's not the first song in the movie, but it 
really is. I mean, it's <laughs> it's it's a it's a high point very early on in the movie. Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's the wonderful... second, isn't it? And it yeah, oh yeah, because we start one. with uh, when will my life begin? But like they're I mean, they're, they're almost back to back. Bing so bing, it's like, yeah, yeah. So you meet Rapunzel, yeah, and then, and then you, you meet her mom. Meet Gothel. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Air quotes, yeah. mom. Uh, oh, that, and she's so. She's, oh my god! Yeah. I could get PTSD just watching her performance of like, oh my god! I feel like, a, oh, girl's gonna need some therapy. Damn, like, uh, so toxic that, nah. like, even the first thing she's like, uh, I don't know, I don't know how you lift me up every day. Oh, mother, it was nothing. Well, then why does it take you so long? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. And I'm just like, you're awful. You're off. But she's she's so evil, but it's mundane evil. It's that petty, sniping, backbiting, passive aggressive. Right. Oh, look at you. You're getting chubby. Oh, don't be so sensitive. Oh, I hate you. Oh, yeah, yes. the villainy is, yeah, it's such a, like a personal event, like yeah. evil. Like it's not, she's not trying to take over the world. She's just trying to live forever. Like... Just get in her own little bubble. You know, but I like, mean, she she could be kind to. to yeah, her, absolutely. I mean, but she doesn't. Like, I think what I. It's almost like she's not a good person. <laughs> almost. <laughs> well, but it's fascinating because she's raised this kid, and you get like she clearly has been affectionate enough because Rapunzel's doesn't seem to be severely stunted emotionally. Um, although I, have you both seen Into the Woods? I haven't. He, okay. <laughs> we need to get Into the Woods into the discussion, so that may be another, that may be one we watch. I think we were quickly. just waiting for a time where we could do, do the, like, yeah, we need to watch the two back to back. Yeah. Um, because I really like Into the Woods portrayal of Rapunzel. I think there's something to be talked about there. But, so Mother Gothel has raised this child and she hasn't been completely cold to her, but I kind of find it interesting that she never fell in love with her because mm-hmm. how do you raise a baby? It's hard to raise something, anything for years to be around something for years, especially from when it was small and it needs you and it looks up to you and it wants your attention and not fall in love with it. And Gothel clearly never fell in love with Rapunzel. And that just is another sort of like, Oh, ooh. right. Yeah, that it was like always manipulative and just means to an end kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'll be. Yeah, I mean, when you look, I guess when you look at a person as a commodity and not as a human being. <laughs> Funny that. Yeah. But that's a really good point, Vinny. Like, it's all a means to an end. She's been kind to her, and you can even well, like see you that. Said, I mean, I guess I saw it in like you know peripherally and like never really noticed. But what you mentioned that any time she is being affectionate to Rapunzel, it's. To her hair, <laughs> not to her as a person. She kisses the hair. Being. She fondles yeah. the hair. She comforts the hair. So yeah, I mean, it was it, she care less who was attached to the hair to the power. Well, and also if you keep her happy, she's less likely to be a problem. She'll do what you ask, right? Which is why, like at the end, it's kind of what drives the whole conflict of the movie. Yeah. Oh, that ending is. It's weirdly stressful to me, the idea of, I will go with you, I will never, like, I'm going to fight you every single day. Again, like, Mother Gothel, what's your plan here? Like, you're just going to drag her around in chains? Like, what, what, 
what are you thinking is going to happen here? Yeah, how, um, how, does, how does this play out? Like, <laughs> like, what if she just says, no, I'm never going to sing for you again? But when Rapunzel's like, I will go with you and I won't fight you if you let me do this thing. And it's just like, oh, what kind of life would that be like? Oh, how awful. Uh, well, you keep saying, like, what's her plan? And all I can think of is the Dark Knight, where he's like, do I look like a guy with a plan? <laughs> so you're like, very the, muzzle goggles. There's no way that joke. she has a plan. No, she all. definitely, I mean, she is 100% in the moment trying to save her skin, I think. Yeah, but she comes up on the spot with a great plan to deal with the Stabbington brothers and set up Flynn and get Rapunzel back. <laughs> I, love I that mean, name so much. <laughs> it's so good. The Stabbington brothers. Ron Perlman. Yeah. And who's the other dude? They're, I mean, the other one never the speaks. The other one doesn't ever speak. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah the one with the eye patch the, never speaks. Yeah. But it, it would have been, I'm, I'm, I'm sure it would have been Ron Perlman's voice <laughs> had he spoken. Yeah. It's Ron Perlman's voice coming from both directions. Right. Scary. Not a bad thing. Not a bad thing at all. It's a great voice cast. Let's see. It is, yeah. We've got Mandy Moore. You know, she's good. I like her singing voice. Yeah. And I think she does a really fun job. I like the personality she gives to Rapunzel. Rapunzel is um, really, like, enthusiastic. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is sort of, it's sort of like Mandy Moore's brand. <laughs> yeah. Um, and she's got a sweet voice. Uh, Zachary Levi, of course, is Flynn Rider. He's wonderful. He's funny. His, he has some of the craziest line reads <laughs> that all work somehow. You um, broke my smolder. <laughs> <laughs> he has, he has so many where he's really good at um, alternating between the, like, Sort of bravado and like uh, where it's obvious he's he's trying to build himself up as Flynn versus when he's being very sincere as Eugene and he's so 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 good at like just jumping back and sometimes within the same scene just like ping ponging back and forth between those two sides. And he well, and they wrote him very funny. He gets a yes. lot of really great lines, and I love. Don't freak out. Uh, and like even, he's like staring at his hand. <laughs> and I love how th- they animated it. Like, because I, I know that one of the things they do when they're animating characters, because they they usually record and then animate to match the recording, and then mm-hmm. they video they video the actors as they're doing it because they they start stealing their mannerisms. So I'm right. picturing like. The way he hunches over and sort of crosses his arms and sort of rocks, like I'm not freaking out, like he's like he's stemming or something, trying to comfort himself. Like, no, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. I'm just gonna be in my corner over here. Why is your hair glowing? <laughs> I love the, that that whole scene where he's asking Pascal, <laughs> why, why, why does your hair glow? <laughs> he's just giving him, Pascal just has like the biggest shit eating grin. Right. What are you smiling at me for? <laughs> Knees apart? Why do my knees need to be apart? Um, so yeah, and Zachary Levi did his own singing too, and he has a very nice voice. I think that's one of the prettiest love ballads in a Disney film in recent memory. The one, to, the, the lantern. Yeah, yeah I, I like the song. Um, I was a little taken out at first because, much like the Beauty and the Beast song we talked about, the uh, so, something that wasn't there before. I don't like when they're singing, but they're not singing. Oh. Like when it's like yeah. them singing over 
them doing something else. But in this one, I like it because, like, at the end, like, it becomes more of, like, an inner monologue thing, and then they both start singing, like, as a duet. Yeah. And so that all worked for me, but at first I was like, oh, let's not do this. <laughs> no, but it really is like an inner monologue. Yeah. She's like, oh, I'm finally here. And he's like, oh, my God, she's kind of amazing. And then they're both singing at each other. I see you. We're like the Navi. <laughs> no. Yes. <laughs> yes, they are like the Navi. Weirdly, I looked it up. So Zachary Levi and Mandy Moore the fact that it gets noted in their sort of public notes are both religious. Really? Yeah, I mean, we knew Mandy Moore. I knew she was, obviously. Um, but no, Zachary Levi um, speaks about his religious beliefs, but he does so very... He's honest about it, but then he immediately moves off of it, and he, like, clearly downplayed, like, dude, I'm not here to judge anybody. So he seems like he might be a cool Christian. Also, he loves video games, so... I was a little... I mean, just as a total aside, I just... There's a line that Flynn has about, like, once... Like, as soon as he's healed, talking about, like, you know, how cool it would be to have super strength or whatever, and Zachary Levi is going to be playing Shazam. Yes! Oh, yeah. That's right. He's six foot four. I had really? no idea I didn't he know was that. that tall. I thought he was kind of a smaller dude. I no, he's... Was, yeah, I, I mean, enormous. I wouldn't... I, I guess I'd never thought about it, but I would well, not I, have I mean, he's not one like... Windy small, <laughs> and very few things can be as small as me and Liv. Um, but if he's gonna, like, I'm excited for him to play Shazam because he's so funny in this, just with his voice, his line right. readings. It seems I like mean, the perfect role, like the perfect yeah, superhero role for him to, to like, play. To be to be a great big guy who's like on big, the inside, but superhero. Yeah, but on the inside is still a kid who's yeah. like, look at what I can do. I yeah. think it's, I'm I'm weirdly like. I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful about Shazam, although there is a part of me that's like, what the fuck is happening where DC is coming out with Shazam and it's the same time as Marvel is coming out with Captain Marvel? Right, like, yeah. Like, wait, it's the same, but it's different. Ugh, comics make no sense to me. Um, okay, so this is the part where I'm going to sidetrack us and let's talk about Don Oh, Murphy. yeah, because we've been just like... We've been on task up till now. No, come on. We, we totally no didn't. tangents at all. Okay, um, do you guys? So, do you guys know who Donna Murphy is? She's the mo- the Mother Gothel. She plays Mother Gothel. I couldn't. T- I'm sure I. I mean, the name is familiar. I, You're gonna shout that yeah. I know her, no. but uh, you would only know her. I know her from Center Stage. Like that's nope, really yeah, okay. She's well. That's where I know her from because, of course, I imprinted on not a very great dance movie. But she's um, <laughs> she's actually Doctor Octavius's wife in Spider Man Two. Oh really? Oh okay. I mean, I, I've I've definitely seen her in that. She's a very lovely, very tall, very willowy woman. But mm-hmm. she is a she is a huge Broadway name. Um, in fact. Uh, Bette Miller has been on Broadway recently in the revival of Hello, Dolly. Mm-hmm. It's been Donna Murphy who's been sharing the role with her, stepping in. Hmm. Because Bette doesn't do every night. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm Bette Midler. You give me three nights a week, honey. <laughs> so Donna Murphy steps in on the other night. She has played, she got a... Oh, I see it. She got a Tony for playing Anna in The King and I. That's what I just saw on her Wikipedia. Yes. (laughs) Awesome. And I mean, I would have loved to have seen her because she's so lovely. I bet she had such a lovely carriage and and her voice is amazing. Yeah, that'd be Um, great. I'd love to see that. She she was in a production of Into the Woods with Amy Adams. Okay. So tying all the strings together. 
And um, I did I did read that in Spider Man Two, she didn't want to hurt her vocal cords with all the screaming, so she had her stepdaughter come in and dub her screaming for her. <laughs> I'm like, great. yes, I like the way you roll. <laughs> so yeah, I I love her vocal performance, not just because like. Her singing, especially of those two songs and all the different things she does with her voice, and it's so performative and overblown. She's having such fun, but then, also, like her needly, needly little ping pings are like delivered so sharply. Yeah. Like, ooh, ouch! I also love the way they animate her in the Mother Knows Best. Uh, she's very like slithery. And, like, when, when she first started into the song, I was like, this would actually be fun to watch if somebody tried to stage it. Just the way that she moves around all of the time as she's singing. It's so good. And, of course, like, her vocal performance is just amazing. Like, she gives... I feel like they wouldn't have been able to come up with what they had if it wasn't for the way she sings that song. Like, it's... It gives all of the life to it. Oh, yeah. I'm sure that she went in and sang, and they were just like, oh, oh. We know what we can do. (laughs) Listen to the way she says that. Doesn't that sort of make it feel like this? Yes, we should do that. I love, I love, isn't it just a beautiful movie? Like, there's so much great shadow and light, and like that particular scene, the way they keep turning out the lights in different Mm -hmm. ways, and then the way they animate the shadows and her face coming out of the shadows, you're like, this would be creepy. One of the things that I I really noticed, um, and this is a really like nerdy CG thing, is the textures in it. Yeah. Um, And you see this more often now in in movies, but um, this wasn't a Pixar movie. But Pixar, if you go look at their early stuff, everything has that real plasticky look now. Um, including we talked about The Incredibles as we were watching this and the first Toy Story and all that. They do such a good job with the textures in this um, that like everything feels more real. Um, when you look at... like The thing that really stood out to me was the, the frying pan, like the cast iron skillet, is all like kind of banged up yeah. and shitty. And, like, it makes it, first it makes it kind of stand out, but it also, um, it just makes it look more, like, real and not just, like, like a lot of animation before that would have just used, like, kind of a glossy black sort of generic thing and it wouldn't have, and there's a lot of that, like, fit, a lot of Finn's clothes are, like, uh, kind of textured to give it that, like, distressed sort of leathery look and it's, it's really, really, really well done. Oh, the, the, the one time that it doesn't look great is when they're wet. Yeah. yeah. When they come out of the water, I was like, oh, that doesn't look great. Fortunately, it's very quick. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of Flynn, as uh, Jenny looked it up too, to, for his character design, they had literally, that's what they called it, a hot man meeting where they grabbed all of the women working on the film and they had a meeting for the afternoon where they discussed what makes a man hot and how do we design Flynn to be the hottest love interest ever in a princess film? So, yeah, I don't know, guys. What do you think? Was he hot? He kind of looked like my old roommate, Calvin. So, like, I <laughs> so you were into it then? 100%. <laughs> Even down to, like, the weird, like, scruffle on his chin. Looked, I was just yeah. like, the whole time I was like, this looks like Calvin. I don't get it. 
Yeah, you just got like that little, yeah. It's yeah. not really a soul patch. It's just sort of like, dude, mow the lawn. What's yeah. going on? Yeah, it's just, I mean, it looked like, you know, like a generic, like, hot guy. Like, I don't know, like a, a boy <laughs> band guy. Like, I'd, no, I don't think that it would be like the hottest guy ever. But I can see why, like. It makes sense that it was like a committee thing where like so a bunch of people. Guy ever. Well, I am clearly, but <laughs> um, no, I just you know it was just funny like that you said that because I can see how they would have come to that decision where it's like you have to have all these like you gotta have a very little floppy features. hair. Um, you gotta have the eyebrows, yeah. uh, certain certain quality of the lips, right? Oh. And, then, and the smolder. You gotta have the smolder. <laughs> you definitely you gotta, gotta have, have the smolder. smolder. I just finally watched the Jumanji Back to the jun- Jungle. And it's so funny. The new one, yeah, the new one's so <laughs> have good. Have you seen it? Oh, yeah. yeah it's and, and when The Rock inadvertently smolders, and they're all just like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, how did you do that? Like this? Whoa. <laughs> yeah. So good. Kate makes me explode. <laughs> <laughs> Movie is so funny. It's really funny. I did not watch it for a while, and everybody kept telling me like it shouldn't work, but it does, and it's amazing. And I was like, yeah, okay. And then I watched it now. It's like immediately into it. Just like, why is this so good? It's like a sequel to. Sorry, the original one is not that great. It's not. Uh, I I haven't seen it since I was a kid, and I remember really liking it when I was a kid. Rewatch. No, I've heard that, and I'm never going to go back to it. It's fine. I don't need to see it again. Yeah, it's not great. And then, but this one is so so funny and good. Anyway, we're not talking about (laughs) Shumanji. What? We're not? Because I love when I I love the. The hot girl being Jack Black and just being like, whoa, what does this do? I love all of that. Like, wow, you can do, don't look. Why not? It's that you just don't look. Yeah. You get to take the penis out. <laughs> okay, we're back to the taking the penis out. Yay. Um, other voice talent. Uh, you heard Jeffrey Tambor. Yeah, I mean. And I, of course, um, heard Brad Garrett. Brad Garrett is the hook-handed guy who wants yeah. to play piano. And Paul F. Tompkins. Uh-huh. Paul Tompkins is the drunk. He's the uh, old Cupid yeah, guy. Weird character. <laughs> and, of course, Richard Keel. Yeah. Who doesn't, I mean, does Still. he have a speaking part? He he must. I mean, it's not like they're going to bring him well, in. Right, that's what I mean. But I was trying to, like, we couldn't even remember at the end, like, which one was he? Like, yeah, he was credited as Vlad, but I don't know. At no point do they Vlad call him. Vlad the horn guy. It's got to be, but, like, they don't, they don't ever call him Vlad. Uh, I think they do. They're like, Vlad here does this. Oh, okay. I don't know. Maybe. That song moves so fast. It does move very, very fast. But anyway, Jaws from the Bond films is yes. doing some voice acting in here. This was the most expensive animated film ever made at the time. I don't know if it still is. $260 million. Wow. That's what they spent on that hair. Oh, my God. And the voice cast, the, each, and the each voice. actor gets one line. <laughs> they sang. No, Brad I know, Garrett but sang. Well, you said, and you said it was it was not a Pixar movie. It's not. Oh, okay. It's not. It's a it's Disney. Disney Studios. But John Lasseter is credited as an executive yeah, producer. Yeah, I saw that name come up at the end. I was like, ooh. So, um, so this was. But it was after Disney bought Pixar. It was after. It was after the soft takeover. Yeah. By Pixar of Disney. Yes. It was because right. remember, let's remember Disney bought Pixar and then said, Please run us. <laughs> Please fix us, let's make us better. 
Um, it's very sort of like, well, Disney bought Pixar, but Pixar is in control. Yeah. Yeah, John Lasseter. Yeah. And once again, I'm sorry, are you a man who's been in power? Yeah, you've done some. Yeah, you're you've, probably a piece of shit. You've done some, you oughtn't. That's just, uh, that's just a thing. So, let's see, I've got my other notes here. I'm wondering what else is in here. Ooh, Rapunzel's room doesn't have a door, but Gothel's does. Hmm. Like, in in the tower, Rapunzel just gets a curtain. Gothel doesn't even let her have a door. Yeah, I guess I hadn't noticed that. I didn't notice that either. That was, it was something I read, and then I looked, and I'm like, oh, look at that. Huh. But speaking of that and, like, the textures and stuff, I really loved how, like, how thought out the tower was. We talked about that a yeah. little bit during the movie, just that, because you, you know, like for a long time, you just see her in the window and like let down your hair. But it's like, how did they, like, how, how did, how did, did she get up there? there? Like, how did you build this tower? There's no doors, like for hundreds of feet. But then when, when Rapunzel's not there, it actually shows Gothel, like removing the vine, like tearing the vines away. And then like, there's, you know, it's just been built over. Yeah, so she so, did have a way to get in and out before the hair. And it's just like a little, like out. one single stone in the floor that was like that led up yeah. into it. Like I just, I just like that it was all had been, you know, there actually was some foresight or forethought into <laughs> that. Um, so Pascal versus Maximus, which one is the sassy gay friend? <laughs> oh, Pascal, right? I feel like it's Pascal, but I mean Maximus is. There's an argument to be made for Maximus, but I feel like Maximus is more in a buddy cop movie with Flynn. That's a, that's kind of what I think too. <laughs> because yeah. when they're when they're fighting and he's and Maximus has the sword and he's got the frying pan, you should know this is the strangest <laughs> thing I've ever done. That is one of my favorite lines in the movie. It's so it, quotable. Like that's one of the ways I gauge my entertainment. The entertainment value of a movie is. Do I quote it? Do I look yeah. the lines? I quote this movie. I'm like, therefore, it must be good. <laughs> That's a good barometer. I like it. I don't do backstory. So, Flynn, where are you from? Nope. I don't yeah. do backstory. <laughs> I want that on a button or a t-shirt. Like, no, I just, I don't do backstory. Can I just say, I think Eugene's a better name than Flynn. I don't like his whole name. Like, what, what's his weird last Fitz name? Fitzherbert. Fitzherbert. That's a fucking weird name. <laughs> but Flynn's not a great name. Okay. Maybe together with it being Flynn Ryder, it is. Well, I mean, he took in them. I mean, he took the moniker. It makes me think of Breaking Bad. Yeah. So, like, because that was what uh, Walter Jr. wanted to go by was Flynn. Um, okay. So, but Eugene, I was like, that's a good name. But I mean, if you're trying to cultivate an air of like being this badass thief, like Eugene's I get not, the not name you wanting go to for. be called Eugene. Eugene, no, like <laughs> da 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 da, Eugene. It just no. I'd be down for that. that that's <laughs> my kind of hero right there. <laughs> da da da, Eugene. Yeah, Excellent. fuck yeah, I can get behind that kind of hero. <laughs> I mean, he comes around. Yeah. Um. I'm just saying I would join up in his, like, crew of whatever thieves, whatever they're... I don't know what they're supposed to... Are they supposed to be thieves? Thugs. They're thugs and ruffians. I mean, he was definitely a thief. He was a thief. After some sort but of he wasn't really. Well, I mean, he and the Stabbington brothers were, like, it would say on the poster, <laughs> Such a great thief. Name. I laugh every time. <laughs> it was Flynn Rider, thief, and Stabbington brothers, thieves. I like that they worked out that plural for us. Right. Um... 
but I, clearly this was a, a one-off job. They had never worked together before. They weren't like a crew. Right. Because Flynn's like, screw you guys, I'm taking yeah. the crown and going. So I don't think he has a crew or anything like that. I mean, I suppose he could put one together. Now. By the end, I mean, he's got the thugs and ruffians working with him. But I think they're really more Maximus's crew. I was going to say, it seemed more like yeah. they, they came because Maximus asked, not because of Flynn in particular. Yeah. Or, I'm sorry, Eugene. <laughs> Eugene at this point. Yeah, because yeah. where are we going? Oh, like, it's just... Sorry, I'm distracted. That's a great moment, too. Um, I noticed this time watching it, it's such a great character choice. After he cuts her hair, and Mother Gothel is... He cuts it with a piece of glass, and it's immediately, like, it looks like Mandy Moore's hair. Yeah. It's, just how, it's adorable. Like, like, one swipe, and it's yeah. fucking perfect. Yeah. And also, he doesn't have to saw through it. It's right. just like, seeing, I'm like, that's... Not how hair You've works. You've literally never cut hair in your life. But no, when, and when Mother Gothel is slowly disintegrating and she's falling, as she starts to fall out the window, Rapunzel reaches for her. Oh, really? I didn't, I didn't catch that. Yeah. I like, didn't notice that either. She's sort of reaching out to her, reaching out like, oh, I should try to grab her or save her. Like, and I like, I like that they made that choice because... Rapunzel doesn't want to hurt her. She just wants away. Yeah. And this is this is the woman who's raised her. This is the woman that she only, like, that's her mom. So like Up until and, three days ago, it was literally all she knew. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, she reaches out like she wants to save her, and then she falls. And I'm like, oh, oh, that's complicated. Like I said, girl's going to need some therapy. Yeah. Yeah. At least she's got that cool. Well, I guess they won't be doing the the marshmallow lantern fest anymore. She, yeah. Well, I you know she, I'm gonna Maybe say it. She's the princess. She kind of gets to do yeah, whatever she true. wants. That's true. That's true. Let's keep going on with the marshmallow festival. Let's roast some marshmallows. I wish they were marshmallows in the sky. <laughs> Floaty marshmallows in the sky. All I'm saying is I want some marshmallows. She has. <laughs> <laughs> um. So if you go to Disney World. They have built Rapunzel's tower in the Fantasyland, and it's mm-hmm. it's gorgeous. It really is. It but, looks amazing. Yeah. And do you know what it what it is? It's a toilet. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's, it's there's this beautiful Rapunzel's tower, and you're like, oh wow! And at the base of it are toilets. So you can't and, go like up in it. Nope. Oh. And it marks where the toilets are. Oh. <laughs> but they have built this I mean, that's of, kind of a good idea because it, yeah, you can see it from a ways away. And so you're, I guess, easily... Yeah, but it's just sort of like, this is such a beautiful design. I'm glad you put it here for the toilets. <laughs> for the <Yeah>. pooping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, they did build this sort of town square in front of it. And they've got, like, the posters up with the thugs. And, like, there's, it's Disney, so they've done great. Mm-hmm. you know, design on it. But yeah, it's toilets. toilets. <laughs> hmm. Well, that was anticlimactic. Yeah. Like, you know what it is? Toilets. <laughs> like, oh, well, you got me all excited. And nope. It's just for pooping. <laughs> yeah, I was immediately like, how do you get in it? Like, you get to climb somebody's hair? That would be cool, right? Yeah. That's what they should do. They should take out the Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse, which, don't get me wrong, I kind of love, except that nobody has seen that movie anymore because it's been... 60 years since that movie yeah. was made like it's still good 
we watched it with Ted's. Like, really? Yeah. The, I haven't seen it since I was a kid in same, the 80s. Yeah. So. I kind of miss the, that particular style of live-action Disney movie that they mm-hmm. used to make. Like, that one and uh, Escape to Witch Mountain and Candle Shoe. Like, all of those, like, adventure movies that were live-action, I, I kind of miss them. And the movie holds up, not surprisingly, but yeah, nobody's seen it, so there's this tree thing that you're not really allowed to, you get to walk around and look at, and you're like, I don't know what's going on here. Right. <laughs> so I feel like, take that down, and then you could put up Rapunzel's tower, and have like just hair everywhere that you could like climb around on a net. See? Yeah. I should be a Disney Imagineer. There we go. But it was partially your idea, too. <laughs> just take oh. all the credit. I'll give you 20%. <laughs> I took it and ran with it is what I'm saying. Okay. Uh, favorite song. You've already declared yours. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Mother Knows Best is it's the best. It's so good. Okay, I want you to learn that for karaoke. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm joking. You think I'm going to do karaoke. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? Karaoke is not my jam. Uh, I like going and watching other people do it. I just don't do it. What if it was in a private room with only people that you knew? It's not really my thing. Oh, yeah. Well. What if it was my birthday? Not since I don't drink as much. It's less of my thing. (laughs) (laughs) So I now have a plan? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I gave you, I just handed you the way to make this happen. I've got a recipe for karaoke. Okay. Mm -hmm. What about you, Vinny? What was your favorite song? I think Mother Knows Best, but I also, I mean, I really love just the, the ridiculousness of the uh, Thugs and Ruffians ballad. Like, does everyone have, you know, I mean, just, yeah, that you, like, you, you know, I like how, I like the setup for it the most, I think, because he's kind of, uh, Flynn is kind of playing her too, you know, where he's like, the whole time is before he realizes who she is and more about himself and all of that towards the end, but he, he's just trying to play her so that he can get her back home and take his crown and leave. And so he's, like, taking her to, to meet all these scary people, and she immediately, like... What's the name of the... What's the name of the place? The Snuggly... The Snuggly Duckling. The Snuggly yeah. Duckling, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, we never did a plot synopsis. Yeah. but it's fine. She's in a tower. Flynn. Hey, Flynn, I'll give you your crown if you take me to see the floating lights. Mother Gothel. What the shit? <laughs> Sets him up. See, he never loved you. I've realized I'm the princess. Mother, or should I even call you that? Oh, shit, she's in danger. To the rescue. Oh, wait, I just got stabbed. If you could rescue me now, that'd be great. And by the way, I like brunettes. Done. Yeah. Jazz hands. That's it. I'm excellent. I am excellent at summarizing. That's going to make 100% sense if you did not watch the movie. Uh, you'll be, you'll still be able to. Find, it's like you will have seen it. Yeah, <laughs> but so much faster. Um, so we just saved you an hour and a half. Yeah. So they snuggly duckling, and you know you're meant to. You see them all, and they're supposed to be these scary, like no nonsense thugs and ruffians and. I like the guy doers. with the rats. Yeah, he's my favorite. The one you the just one get like guy one scene. Like yeah, five of them over him. He's but great. then almost immediately she walks in. And she's like, "Don't you all have like? Have you never had dreams?" And then they all just like. Immediately, like, oh, I had like he wants to be a pianist, and it's just I just love how like quickly it turns, and then they just all bust out into song. And what's his face collects ceramic unicorn. <laughs> yeah. Ting. 
<laughs> so I, those two are tied. Um, I think. I mean, I think Donna Murphy steals it with Mother Knows Best, though. Like she's just so good. I of the two performances, I like her reprise better. Rapunzel knows that's best true because she's it's so so just passive aggressive and, and like dark and yeah. Oh, and she and also her she just. She just bursts out. She, like, nails it. She's just... Oh. Yeah, because there's always, like, her, her whole performance has been masked underneath this, like, fake sweetness the entire time. And when she gets to the that reprise, all of that's gone, and it's just straight ugly bitterness coming out of her. Is that after she's for like she finally is like I guess I, I guess I'll be the bad guy now? No, that's, that happens later. That happens later. Yeah. Um, when Rapunzel's like, no, I'm leaving. Yeah. And she's like, fine, you want me to be the bad guy, be the bad guy. No, this is when Rapunzel's like, no, I want to, I think he likes me. That's right. Rapunzel, come with me. No. No. And <laughs> like the way she delivers that, oh, that's where we're at. That is a great, there's so much going on with like light in this movie, like with the way things are lit. Um, and it has that great. All of the stuff with her and that like kind of yellowish green uh, lantern thing that she has, and that's right during that sequence is she's like just lit kind of in profile by that. It's, it's so good. It's such a striking image. It's yeah. so good. I really like the love ballad. <laughs> I'm just I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a sucker for that. You're gonna one. be Wendy. <laughs> I'm just gonna be a sucker for that one. Normally I like the clever songs more. Yeah. But uh, I just think it's really really melodic and singable and yeah i was actually i was curious about that one if zachary levi had done his own vocals for it because i thought that it sounded really you know i I thought that he sounded really good in it and i'm pretty sure didn't know if it was him or not i didn't see anything that it wasn't him Uh, granted i didn't look yeah i don't know i I mean but i do think that that song sounded great as well Uh, let's see uh, nope, it's him, Zachary Levi. Um, yeah, and uh, partially because, of course, the first time I ever heard it, it's in that scene with all the floating, glowing marshmallows. Yeah. <laughs> and I just think that that scene is so beautiful. I wish Max was in the background eating them. <laughs> I just think that scene is so beautiful with the glowing lights and then the reflection in the water mm-hmm. and the sky and, and the, how the whole scene plays out that I'm like, ah, oh, this is just... the lights up down the street and everything. Yeah, it's which just reminded me a fucking lot. romantic. I'm like, yeah. It made me think of Coco. Yeah. Um, and the way that, like, the the City of the Dead, like, kind of yeah. all of that light, like, the way the leaves light up and everything. Yeah. Um, which, obviously, Coco is well after this movie, but... Ooh, really? Yeah, no, it was surprising. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, yeah, that's what it made me think of, because they're both, like, really, really beautiful in the way that it, like, kind of... Follows that, like, specifically that scene where they're doing the lanterns and you watch it, like, go, like, the lanterns kind of light up as they go down the street away from it. It's really, really, really well done. It is. And it's just, I guess I'm not too much of a psychopath. I have a brief romantic moment, so. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So, um, any last thoughts on Tangled? One thing I I thought was funny, I mean, I thought they did a really good job kind of playing with the idea of, like, how you would run around and escape from people with this 
undetermined length of hair? It's supposed to be 40 feet. Okay. Although I'm going to I'm going to call him out. No, 70 feet. Pardon me, 70 feet. I am going to call him out. I feel like they're not doing a really consistent job with no, that. No, I, I definitely like I feel like the the length changed from moment to moment, but I, I thought it was Okay, cool. like when she has it pulled into that like where it's like the, the length oh, of her is doubled it. back or whatever. Yeah. There's no way that's all of her hair. Yeah. Yeah, it just, it doesn't seem... Well, no well I, I don't know be... if you braid it tightly. Braids are thinner. Like, if you braid somebody's hair, it ends up being a lot thinner than when it's It does. Loose. I still feel like it would be like, you know, a tree trunk. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> they Apparently they did the math of 70 feet of hair would be about 10 pounds, but... I feel like it would be heavy. I don't know. But could you imagine dragging 10 pounds of hair behind you all the time? Well, and she's pulling Mother Gothel up with her bare hands. Yeah, I just... I li- yeah, I, li- I mean, I like that they at least attempted, like, the, you know, the physics and, like, the si- like how that would work. And I did think it was funny when when Rapunzel finally stands up to Gothel and, you know, and she, like, Gothel grabs her arm. And then is immediately like surprised at how strong Rapunzel is. <laughs> she's like, yeah, she's you're pulling you up by her hair every day. Like she's been lifting your ass up. Yeah, once a day for God knows how many years. I would like to see them redesign Rapunzel and like beef her up, <laughs> right? Because she'd have like seriously, she'd, yeah. she'd have like that yeah. really thick Arnold Schwarzenegger neck from all that weight of hair tugging back, and then like the upper body strength would be extreme. She'd have to have good core muscles, right, to really pull. Yeah. Or she's she's doing like this pulling, like so it would be like all back. All lats and shit. She's just like shit. fucking ripped and like, <laughs> like a, has like a Hulk back. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Let's but like, like a normal, like her norm, like the way she is now from the waist because, down. Because basically. she doesn't really ever get any real aerobics. She never does like that. <laughs> she can, yeah. She's she trapped can. In that she's little, trapped in little, that tower. Yeah. Oh, it's arm day every day. That's yeah. all she's got. Um, but yeah like they do a little bit of like I like when she's walking through the village of like oh shit people are stepping on it and she's weaving dodging and weaving and people are stepping on it and it's just you know it's just like trailing out behind her and they do that a lot but I feel like yeah for a moment from scene to scene the length changes but then at times like when when she and Flynn are trying to escape via the dam and all of that like it seems to be like long enough to, like, whatever they need in the moment. So, like, for, like, for, like, her to swing, like, Tarzan swing across, but then suddenly it's short enough for her to just, like, scoop it up in her arms and run away with it. <laughs> yeah. So it's like... <laughs> yeah, and it doesn't get tangled. It's magic hair, guys. She calls it magic hair. Let's just let it be magic. That's fair. Also, it is apparently prehensile. Yeah. That's what I was going <laughs> yeah. to say. Like, the very first time you see her... uh is where she's playing with Pascal, and she, like, reaches over and, like, taps him with her hair. <laughs> Pretty much. What? What, what the <laughs> shit? How does... But, like, it never is... Re- like, does it do that again? Yeah, I don't think more. so. Uh-uh. Okay. This is just that one scene. It seems to be, like, well, she, she... when she lassos it, like, it kind of just... It doesn't, like, knot itself. It just, like, grapples. Right. It just, like, it holds just, on and, like... whips around and then, like, holds on in a way... That, by the way, straight hair does not do. And her hair is mostly straight. Because if... Can you imagine that much hair curly? <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> uh, it would look like our 
previous guest, uh, Caitlin. Uh, <laughs> but like her seventy hair, feet. For those of you that don't know her, she has very very curly hair, and I just can't imagine that like any longer trailing yeah. basically down the stairs like, in your house. Eventually, the weight would pull it into waves, but like. Let's be honest, the end of it would just be this constant poof. Yeah. <laughs> it would be so, like, matted and... One giant... Oh, it'd be like a giant dread. Yeah. And, like, oh. 70 feet of... Like, she, in that first song, she's talking about how she, like, spends a portion of her day combing. Like, wouldn't that be all of her day? That would be like, all of her life, I feel like. I don't... I mean, I, I don't... I've You know, I don't have that much hair. It certainly does not take me very long to comb mine. But I'm trying to imagine... Combing out 70 feet of hair daily? Um, well, Teddy's hair is only about a foot and a half. And I will tell you, first off, trying to get any child to stand still. But nonetheless, like, brushing that takes a, can take five minutes, depending on how long it's been since she brushed it last. So I can't even imagine. Also, the fact that she's never braided it until she goes out in the wild. I'm like, girl, you need to... But those four little girls were adorable. <laughs> He's like, hey, I, girl, like, I got 70 feet of hair. And it's, yeah. like, it's like... And that's what little girls would do. Yeah. They'd be like, oh, really? <laughs> oh, the things we could do. <laughs> um, so the one last bit, because I do kind of want your perspective on this. As men, uh, they More changed the title. It was just going to be called Rapunzel, but they changed it to Tangled. Can you guess why? No. I mean, it's because of the hair. <laughs> to make it more gender neutral so boys would go see it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, all right, I guess. They thought calling it Rapunzel was going to keep boys away. That would not have been my guess. And that... But so like... if we call it Tangled and feature Flynn in the ads... Maybe boys will come see oh, it. Oh, is that what they did? Yeah. Or maybe boys' shitty parents will take them to go see it. Yeah. Really. I think like, that's... Because it's like... What kid didn't grow up watching Cinderella, Snow White, Sleeping Beauty? They're all named after women. They all feature the princess. I mean, I grew up... Maybe I'm... I no, feel like I did all too. kids yeah. grew up watching those, right? Like, <laughs> Mike, it's time for us to talk. <laughs> <laughs> you got a fucking weird childhood. No, um, but like, boy, girls, whatever, I feel like that has to come down to... Because here's the thing. Kids will fucking watch whatever you put in front of them. Yes. Like, they're just happy to be watching a movie. And especially one with bright-ass color. <laughs> <laughs> well, and... I mean, having had a child who had other children as friends, and I would watch these little boys ju get just as into Frozen as Teddy was, and they knew all the songs just as well as she did. And even teaching middle school, which I did for five years, um, like, I was teaching middle school when Twilight was huge. Everybody was reading Twilight, not just the girls. Like, the boys were just as into it as the girls. Everyone was reading it. And and I was reassured, but I'm also like, why are we gendering shit so hard when people just like stories? Right. Yeah. So. But especially a kid's movie. Yeah, that's bizarre like, to me. Well. I mean, I know why, but <laughs> like. <laughs> because of the penis, Mike. It's about... <laughs> The penis. They wanted to put the penis back in. <laughs>
You get to take the penis out. <laughs> they took the penis out, and it needed to go back in so boys would want to see it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was going to say something, and now it's gone from my brain. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, the penis just... <laughs> Did the, did the penis take it away? <laughs> penis, take me away. Uh, wow. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> it just keeps going. Yeah. So, uh, are we done? I mean, I don't know how you follow that up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> so that was Tangled. <laughs> that was sort Tangled. Of. And Mostly. Talk about penises. Well, really, our commentary was sort of tangled too. <laughs> Raspberries. Hey, oh. <laughs> Are they gonna make a sequel? Retangled, untangled. Hmm. I did. I did like that they gave Flynn the kind of like unreliable narrator part, but. Less now that I know that they were doing that as like a marketing ploy, like to give. Oh no, they I weren't really. But I don't know if they restructured the film. No, that but. was what I was going to ask before we got off on another penis tangent. Was <laughs> yet another penis. Tangent. Yeah, was if they had, which obviously you don't know, but like if they had like restructured any of it or rewritten to make him more of a, um, or if while they were writing it, they were like, oh, we have to have this so boys will connect with it. Um, or if that's just the way they wrote it to begin with, and he was that big of a character. I don't know. It's interesting to think about. Uh, yeah. I I mean, I feel like if I were going to be writing what I hoped would be a commercially successful property for, for children, I would put in as many diverse characters as possible. So... I would put a strong male character and a strong female character, well, well-rounded, well-written characters, in there, so that everybody got They're something. They're all still white, though, right? Yeah, they very much are. <laughs> but the horse is also white. Um, Pascal is every color. There, there you, you go. go. Yeah. Um, but it, yeah, diverse is not really the right word. But if I were going to create a story for kids, I would make sure that there was at least a boy character and a girl character. Um, of course, given my bitter proclivities, I'd, I'd tell the man to sit down and shut up. And But, you know, he'd get to do once in a while. He'd get to do fun things. Um, but it's fine. I'm just a feminist <laughs> who hates everything. Um so yeah, they probably did it consciously, made Finn Flynn that way, but I don't think they I don't think they restructured anything. I think they just changed their marketing. Yeah. 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 That would that be my so. guess. Yeah. They also I mean there is a lot of her save like a lot of the movie is her saving him. Yes. Which is which is great. She saves him at the dam. She saves him at the end. She saves him again. She saves him twice at the dam. Yeah. Because once she's the way that he... She's the one who finds the way out. And then when they get trapped after the dam collapses, she's the one who like... Oh. My hair shit, glows. My hair glows. <laughs> I have magic hair. And then she heals him. Um, yeah. In, twice. In fact... Uh, and then the thugs save Flynn. And then when he rides to rescue her, he... He steps into an ambush where she needs to save him again. Sounds kind of not that good. 
he's he's inept. Yeah, yeah, he's not actually much of a hero. He's he's like Jack Burton. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I like that a lot. There's a certain swaggering quality that both share. Yes. Yeah. And neither one are very good at what they're supposed to be doing. But you don't care. Yeah. No, they're just fun to watch. Yeah. And he's funny. And he's got the smolder, even if it is a little broken. So, yeah, I'm on board. We're getting hit with a frying See, pan. See, now I'm not. Oh, well, now I know who That's what it is. Like, That's why he's concussed the entire film. <laughs> yeah, that poor man. The, yeah, he's intro- they're introduced him by him getting hit times. like three times. Well, she hit him to the point of blackout multiple times. Well, and then times. she like slams his face in the cupboard or the cabinet. Oh, like, she abused the shit out of his like body. Half a dozen face, times. fingers. Yeah, like. Half a dozen times. That's yeah. That's why. He's probably got a traumatic brain injury at this point. Like he may not remember who he is from day to day. Yeah. What's my name? Eugene. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maybe his name really was Flynn the whole time, and he just didn't know anymore. He was like, I'm Eugene. <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> like fifty first dates, he has to wake up, and she's like, "So here's who you are, and this is Pascal." And that's Maximus. And you're this way because I beat the shit out of you. <laughs> it's kind of my fault, but you do love me. I do? Sure you do. <laughs> Despite what everything else suggests. <laughs> it's honest to God, not any kind of Stockholm Syndrome. It's totally fine. Right. Ha! Huh. All right, so let's go for ending number three. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, so, that was Tangled. That was Tangled. tangled. When will my life begin? Um, so, yeah. Uh, thanks for listening. And I have been Wendy. And these guys have been here, too. Yeah, Mike. And Benny. <laughs> Remember to uh, rate, review, subscribe. We're on iTunes and everywhere else you find podcasts. Oh, good job remembering that. Yeah. 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 Uh, so you We're- can find us on iTunes and on Blueberry. And I like the part where you said rate, review, and subscribe. Yeah, do that. Share it. Do that. Talk Tell your to friends. Us. Yeah. And, and yeah, let us know. Tweet at us or Facebook yeah. us or whatever sort yeah. of bullshit you're on. Let Tell us know us. what you like and what you don't like because I... I will at least pay enough attention to have an opinion about your opinion. Also, check out the website. I put weird shit on the website, and I feel like people don't get to see it. (laughs) They just are like, okay, I'll listen. I'm like, yeah, but I found this weird picture, and I put a funny caption on it. I thought it was funny. I wonder if anybody else will. Nobody looks but me. (laughs) I mean, we do, but we we need you guys to. And let us know what you think. I wouldn't speak for all of us. No. Okay, <laughs> Vinny, fair. Vinny I do, too. <laughs> all right. So thank you for listening. Next week, we'll do something else. We hope you enjoyed our film fixation. We'll see you next time on A Real Education. I guess I should enunciate from the diaphragm. Speak loudly. I mean, I do or that shout. I fucking just shout all the time. I don't really <laughs> mumble. I just, I just speak softly. You're, you're thoughtful. Yeah. I, I do not speak softly. No, you do I not. I don't know if you know this about me. <laughs> Mike. And then Mike decides to talk for a little bit. <laughs> Hopefully he doesn't completely drown you out. Because that's what's... One of the things that I've noticed is when we all three get excited at the same time, it's like... We hear you. <laughs> it's, it's just Mike. Mike City. City of Mike. Even if all Mayor, three of us are talking, Mayor, we still hear you. Mayor of Mikeville. Mike. Yeah.